Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. Hello. It's uh, me here, Chris, and I'm here with Alan. Um, and welcome to part three of Mania Weekend Mania, um, <laughs> our ongoing series ch- charting our decline into tiredness and <sighs> hating each other. Yeah. And oh, I mean, we nearly got into quite a heated argument with my brother just over something just now. Yeah, over <laughs> over his opinion on Kaylee Ray. Yeah. <laughs> She's not even. She's not even in WrestleMania. Well, she. I uh, she turned up at Progress today. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it is uh, seven fifty-four. So it is evening. Yeah, on Saturday, yeah. on Saturday evening. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of in a down period for live wrestling in yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. Which is what we've been doing and what we've been watching. There is apparently some live wrestling in the UK at the moment. Is there? Yeah, PCW are on tonight. I thought that's Hall- No, they're in Halifax tonight. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. It's on tomorrow. They're street. They've got a streaming show tomorrow, haven't yeah. they? 150 people there, apparently. Cool. means they've outdrawn yesterday's Evolve show. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about a couple of shows that we watched yeah. um, last night. Caught up a little bit just now. Um, but, yeah, yesterday was the day that we pushed ourselves to our absolute limit. Yeah. Um, and stayed up all through the night. Yeah. Through to after nine a.m. Yeah, although full honesty, we did have a little nap. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I yeah. mean, you got you got to have comfort breaks, haven't you? Yeah. Um, you know, if you're driving a car, which I think we we, we are doing, we're driving yeah. the car of wrestling fandom. A podcast. Uh, <laughs> if you're tired, pull over and have a break. Yeah. Tiredness um, kills. Yeah. Um, tiredness makes for. Terrible podcast, as we have evidenced yes. <laughs> previously. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so the last time we were here chatting to you, we just watched Evolve 103. Yeah, the nadir of the weekend so far. <laughs> Real low point. Yeah. Um, and then following that, uh, we we watched um, the WWN Super Show. Uh, or Evolve 103 and a half. Yeah, so it's a real companion piece to... Um, to Evolve. Now, shall we? Let's talk about the elephant in the room, um, not Dominic Garini <laughs> um, or Stokely Hathaway, yeah. which was kind of what they were. Yeah, that came up later on. Yeah, um, but the the whole WWN experience, yeah. the, uh, the 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 shows all happening underneath that banner, yeah. um, more than Mania. Um, but particularly Evolve and WWN, um, they, they kind of represent a, I don't want to say a dark side of indie wrestling. A dull side. A dull side. Yeah. Um, because alone, standing alone, like we enjoyed 102, yeah. Evolve 102. Yeah. We enjoyed that show. Yeah. I just don't need to see it another two times. Yeah. Um, it's, I think... They work. They've, they've exposed themselves for yeah. their lack of depth yeah. in their own roster. Yeah. Um, 
and they have sort of shown that they just don't have the creativity to make their shows must see yeah this this is a weekend when um as we saw on the wrestlecon super show yeah um and as other shows across the weekend have shown pretty much a who's who of uh us and some from a greater area of indie wrestling yeah are in town yeah um and a big part of that is the more than mania thing and three of the biggest shows have had pretty much just the same fellas on yeah um it's like just watching those same fellas coming over to your house three times when outside your door is a you know a, a festival yeah of of wonderment and, um, and I mean, maybe we're we're hamstrung by the fact that we're only watching streaming stuff. Yeah. And this year it looks. I mean, I don't know what the streams like for WWN customers only, but we're using Fight TV, and yeah. it's for the most part has been pretty good. We'll come yeah. on to that a little bit later. Yeah. But for the most part, it's been consistent with a few sort of glitches. Yeah. But nothing too too wild. Yeah. But it's stuff from a, an inappropriate building. And with just a, a, a dull yeah. cast of characters. Well, look, I mean, there's... it showed because like me and your brother, yeah. um, you, when everyone went off for a nap, I later went off for a nap, but we watched a bit of the uh, Impact versus Lucha Underground show yeah. uh, on Twitch, yeah. um, which has worked absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, really good. Um, and it was just colourful and exciting. And there was no Dominic Garini. But even like the, the WrestleCon show that we watched, yeah. it felt like... A different presentation it felt like a little bit more I, I don't want to say professional because it was still very much a u.s indie show yeah but it didn't feel like as half-assed as evolved as oh, i know even spring break it was nice to see new people yeah um and in fact when chris dickinson came out i was like fuck that guy <laughs> I've seen enough of the Dirty Daddy this weekend. Yeah, well, he had a mask on, didn't he, this time? Yeah. So that was to try and, try and switch it up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, like... So I think the Evolve and WWN thing, all, what they've done is gone, we're going to get Daisuke Sakamoto and Sour. Munanori Sour. And with all due respect to Munanori Sour, he was kind of a another. Yes. When... I mean, you, if, when you look at Sakamoto, if you knew who he was, it you will you'll have jizzed your pants. Yeah, um, but not not enough people knew who he was to make him like a massive draw. No, um, and and then they've hung their hat on basically doing a combination of him versus uh, the the three. There are three big dogs in the WWN Evolve yeah. um, landscape, and that's Zack Saber Junior, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee. Yeah, um, beyond that everybody's kind of like fair to middling yeah like there's lots of decent talent but when when one of the feature matches for Mononori Sawa was against Jacker yeah it, it started to sort of expose that they just don't have that depth no and especially as this weekend has seen them pretty much I mean it hasn't been formally announced in the case of Keith Lee yet but um seen them lose Keith Lee and Zack Sabre Jr yeah so they've got what have they got they got Matt Riddle yeah, it's like so. Yeah, so it's just been a bit. I mean, what did you like on the WWN Super Show? Well, I think the the, the main event, which was Matt Riddle against Will Ospreay. Yeah, um, those guys. First time I ever saw Matt Riddle for his first show in the UK was a eight minute long match against Will Ospreay, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sold on Riddle before that. 
I I was kind of like he's new, he's he's new, inexperienced, a bit sloppy. But I came out of that match going, he's the real deal. Yeah. Um, and I think those two have like in, incredible chemistry. Yeah. Osprey is a maniac. We've said it already. Yeah. Like just no I, regard for his own safety. I bought into that that injury angle. Last yeah, night. I did. I I definitely thought Will Osprey had died. Yeah. Um. So he took a big weird bump off the top. Yeah. Um. They all the referees came out and were like, get away from yeah. Matt Riddle, get shepherd him him away, and um. But then the match went on for another ten minutes after yeah. after that. And, and and do you know what? I actually because because of the way that um, Zack Sabre Junior has kind of gone, and yeah. we'll talk about his farewell in in a minute. Um, and the way that um, Keith Lee's leaving, part of me was even buying into the fact that Matt Riddle could have dropped the title and be leaving Evolve as well. Yeah. So I was really really into that match. So yeah. that was a great job. Yeah. But like that was if if. You, <clears throat> I would go so far as to say, of everything that we've watched this weekend, that's probably the most must-see. Yeah. Ma- maybe not must-see, because like ultimately, in the grand scheme of things, it probably isn't going to have a great cultural impact. No. But if you want a good 20 minutes of entertaining wrestling, yeah. like that is guaranteed to thrill you, yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but what else was on that card? I guess Zack Sabre Jr. against Sauer. Yeah, Sekimoto um, Keefley. Yeah, um, you know, both of those. What what you expected? Yeah, I, I again really enjoyable. Probably not like world beating matches. No, I, I mean um, Keith Lee Sekimoto was was not a patch on the one we saw last summer. No, I mean and that was a very special sort of yeah. intimate circumstances, yeah. and it was it was a first time ever meeting. So this kind of felt like a bit of a yeah. Um, exhibition match. I mean, then so was that, I suppose. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and then everything else on the card. Just yeah. it was just the same as an Evolve show, apart from the Shine title match, which the stream died during. So we never yeah. really got to see it. So the Shine title match that was on there was probably the only thing separating it from, from being Evolve another show. Evolve show. Yeah. And the stream um, died. Yeah. Yeah. I I cannot report much from that. No. Except Lefisto had a weird outfit. And the other person was called Holidead. Yeah. Which, I don't is that like a pun? She had probably had the tightest shorts I've ever seen on anybody, male or female. Even oh. even tighter than Darby Allens yeah. at the, uh, the first Evolve show. Even tighter than when Shawn Michaels used to referee. I don't know about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just a bit... Uh, and the crowd were <clears> down <throat> again, and they weren't really popping for stuff. It's a um, weird one. It's... You know... And also, I'd quite like to say, fuck Nick Gage again. <laughs> yes, and um, Nick Gage came out and attacked Keith Lee. Yeah. Um, as if, as if Keith Lee wouldn't just, you know. In have you seen? Um, is it Superman three, where he gets like a a bit of coal? Yeah. And he squeezes it in his hand until yeah. it turns into a diamond. Like I feel like um, Keith Lee could do that too. Yeah. To um to well, Nick Gage. We'll talk about Nick Gage in a minute, but hmm. I, it's not work for me. But we'll get, we'll get to him in a second. No. Yeah. Nick Gage though. Yeah. Is it is it N Gage? Is that like is his name? Does it or is that guess, his actual name? I guess. Like, do you think he was like one of those hot indie wrestlers doing all the flips and that when he was really young? Yeah. He's like, I'm going to be N Gage, and then uh, over time they're like, just make that an initial. His, his brother's a wrestler as well. Do you know what his brother's a wrestling name is? Uh, no. Justice Payne. 
Jesus. Yes, yeah, so that makes sense. Engage and Justice Pain. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so the other show and was, you know, a follow-up on something from last year. Yeah. Um, one of the big hits of last year. Yeah. One of the most anticipated shows this year. Probably not as hotly anticipated as last year, I would say. Um, not by the cool people. I, the hangers-on, I've loved it. I mean, I went on to... Because um, when you're watching these shows um, from the, the More Than Mania thing, they never start on time. Yeah, true. And, and usually the only way you know that is if you go onto Twitter and look at the hashtag for the show, and then you'll see some kind of announcement. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been doing that um, for the different shows there. There was a lot more traffic on the hashtag okay. um, JJSB2 than yeah. on either of the Evolve shows or... Um, Bloodsport or... Well, and definitely you you could see in the building that it was... I mean, bearing in mind this was at midnight. Yeah, it sold out. Yeah. Um, And we'd had some very lacklustre audiences for Evolve. Yeah. um, And uh, and beyond that we're just trying to get around to to, to watching. Um, Mm. uh, But yeah, it it set itself apart by setting itself apart. Yeah. Like, it deliberately was not one of these shows. No. Although, I mean, still, like, it still had a lot of the same names that, you know, you still had Matt Riddle. Yeah. You still had Walter um, and Timothy Thatcher was there also. Um, You know, so you still had some of the big marquee names that are are haunting this whole weekend. Yeah, but doing interesting stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um, Well, just, I mean, if you want to find out all the results and a better review than we're going to do. Yeah. um, I our friend Ian, who does Bat Body Drop. Yeah, he did a full review on it. He's reviewing everything, so yeah. get on there. Um, <clears throat> but at its usual highlights. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had Invisible Man returned. Yeah. He was in it last year. Um, no dink this year. No, there we was have a, a very fat doink. doink. Um, Kentucky doink, I think. Alabama doink. Alabama doink. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Um, but we, we, there were a couple of featured singles matches yeah. that really stood out. Um, Matt Riddle against James Ellsworth. Yeah, that was good. Of weird WWE man fame. Yeah, and um, and they were winner to... of the first ever female Money in the Bank match. Yeah, they worked a really good match around the utter mismatch. Yeah, um, they could have done an a, an eight second squash. Yeah, um, instead they played. Well, I don't into think the any, fact anybody that... would have been nobody would have been disappointed. No, with that. Um, but they played into the fact that Riddle because I mean Riddle is a bit cocky. Yeah. Um, that's his whole thing, isn't yeah. it? You know, I mean, he's he's nice with it, but he Sometimes, is a, he is yeah. a bit of a bro. Um, and they played into that that perhaps he took Ellsworth a little too lightly. Um, never looked like losing, but it was a fun little match. And then, um, yeah, you had uh, Walter. Yeah, against uh, Pierre Carl Oulet. Is that how it's pronounced? Oulet. Yeah, yeah, with a T at the end. Yeah, um, um, Quebecer Pierre. Yeah. Jean-Pierre Lafitte. For one of the Mounties. Yeah. Um, and this very strange match, but very like weirdly entertaining. Yeah. I mean, Volta is... is Volta and Nick Gage are this year's kind of... They're, they're everywhere. They're the cult hits of of this WrestleMania weekend, I think. Is that Nick Gage? Nick Gage has just been showing up. Yeah. Um, they're the ones who have been kind of, you know, here they are. Okay. There you go. Um and Volta has been having his usual matches where he destroys people with chops, throws a few suplexes, uh, stands in that kind of authoritarian pose in his coat. Yeah. Um, 
and looks like a giant baby. Um, he's doing exactly what you want Walt to do. Yeah. Um, this was a really interesting match because on paper, it's Walter against an old fella. Yeah. Um, and in fact, Walter did offer him the chance to quit at the beginning. Yeah, he's like, just you can go if you want. Yeah. And it was possibly the most competitive Walter match of the weekend. Well, spoiler, he lost. Yeah. Um, but PCO, as we'll call him, because yeah. that's what everybody else is calling him, um, his... <laughs> Like so, we've seen a lot of Walter matches and a lot of photos of people after Walter matches where basically their chest is all blistered up. Yeah, and it's become a badge of honor now, isn't it? Yeah, and they've broken the skin. Yeah, um, and he's just slapped the shit out of them. This was the most disgusting I think yeah. I've ever seen it. But it wasn't blooded; it turned the man's chest purple. It, it's yeah, like it was a it, very grey purple. It as was well, like wasn't it, it instantly bruised. Like yeah. it was horrible, horrible. Like oh. It was just terrible. Yeah. Um, but he fought through it. He did, yeah. Um, and they went through some tables. <clears throat> and, yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I'm more and more I'm thinking about the show. Like, you also had, you also had like, the David Starr, Mike Quackenbush match, yeah. which was an interesting, had an interesting dynamic to it. Because yeah. it was, you know, David Starr, like, kind of considering yeah and considering taking some shortcuts and like almost battling with that yeah um to try and get the win um and you also had nick gage against pentagon man yeah um doing the, the match that they would do well that was really <clears> weird <throat> without and, blood and and this was kind of where i realized that the nick gage thing is is not working for me because the thing is when you've got these guys that we're talking about, we're talking about Walter, and mm. then last year, um, you know, Riddle was everywhere, Keith Lee was everywhere, Sammy Callahan was everywhere. Yeah. They can go. Yeah. Um, Nick Gage, he can't go. No. And the match was basically the Pentagon man beating the shit out of Nick Gage yeah. until they just did a finish out of nowhere where Nick Gage pinned him. Yeah. Well, it's like that episode of An Idiot Abroad where <laughs> Ricky Gervais <laughs> sends Carl Pilkington to have to fight a ninja skeleton. Yeah. Um, because that's what Nick Gage looked like in yeah. this match. And it's just kind of like, yeah, wrestling's moved on, mate. Yeah. It's like, but it hasn't. This is the thing. Well, yeah. That's what Game Changer Wrestling is. I guess, yeah. Um, and even in the um, in the um, <clears throat> the Clusterfuck match, which is effectively a rumble with yeah. different sort of, uh, you can be pinned. Yeah, basically. Or uh, or killed. Or killed. Yeah. Um, or disqualified for doing a pile driver on an uh, invisible man. Yes. Um, Poor old but they, there were a couple of times where they like uh, the commentators alluded to people having fallen out with CZW and now they're in Game Changer Wrestling. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's kind of a thing for some right. of these guys. Yeah. Game Changer is like... It's the, like CZW, but sleazy. It's, it's Imagine asi- that. Sleazy W. <laughs> it's uh, like asylum for yeah. banished CZW talent. Yeah. Which sounds terrible. Yeah. But the clusterfuck was fun. Um, Grado turned up. Yeah, he I did. I miss Grado. Yeah, yeah. I don't see enough of Grado. No. Ricky Shane Page. Yep. Um, Dan Seven's in there. Yeah, Mikey um, Whitbrack. There was a good, there was a good section with um, Ethan Page and um, MJF yep. where they were kind of teaming up. Because yeah. they're both douchebags. Yeah, they're massive <laughs> douchebags, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was really good. Yeah, Rory Gulak came out and played um, his brother's Yeah, he pretended fame, to be his he? brother, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, I like that. Um, and then the main... Uh, to be honest, probably... Maybe not the least interesting thing on the show to me, but the thing that I probably wasn't that interested in. Yeah, I mean, on paper, um, it's like, oh, that'll be fun. 
Yeah, it was Joey Janela against um, Great Sasuke. Yeah, um, or they... Sasuke. Is that Sasuke? Sasuke. Sasuke. They the commentators kept calling him Sasuke. Yeah, I think one of them's from Boston. Right. Okay. He said "wicked" at one point. That's what Boston wicked cool. people say. Yeah. 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 Um, and I mean, I'm not. I don't have like a great affection for um, Great Sasuke. It's not part of my like history of watching. Yeah, wrestling. I lo- I love the guy, um, um, but he's 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 not the same guy he was. But having said that, he gave it a good cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they did some stupid stuff, yeah. but ultimately, like, like I feel like this, I uh, this show should have been in parts um like a 90s um wrestling tv show where it's yeah. just all garbage like all sorts of run-ins like and and actually they did a lot more of that last year yeah um in the main especially in the main event because i think virgil got involved didn't he yeah um yeah virgil was there he just just came out he did he came out we couldn't understand that's the other thing with this building the audio yeah. has been terrible yeah um because you can't hear anybody on the microphone yeah i think the the joey janela show um if it encapsulates one thing perfectly from the whole weekend, it's that it was longer than it needed to be. And I think everybody's fallen into that. Everything was longer than it needed yeah. to be. It was a three hour, 44 minute show, although it started late. So, you know, three and a half hours. It did start late, but yeah. still like everything was longer um, than it needed to be. That the clusterfuck a, went 40 minutes. Yeah. It's a two hour show that took nearly four hours. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone needs to learn from that. If you're doing five shows a day or whatever, don't have a four-hour show. No, um, it's just it's just too much. Just get in, get out. Let people have time um, to do stuff. In yeah, th- this is the kind of show where it should be a fun, stupid show that yeah. lasts hour forty-five. Yeah, like, and you keep the. the I, I think, <clears throat> like, I could write an essay about this. My problems with indie wrestling, but particularly, it's been evident this weekend is. Uh, the the shows are ma- stage managed terribly. Yep. Like at no point, especially the WWN shows uh, or the shows as part of the more the mania experience mm. in that building. At no point was the announcer ready to announce the next match immediately after the previous match had no. finished. Like you, you go, I, I could go to a wrestling show in Coventry and they would be able to do that. Yep. Like it's it's embarrassing watching something on the TV when they have to put the screensaver up because they're not ready to get the next match up. Yeah, do you know what? It's almost... And I think that this is... A, there's a podcast in this on its own, mm. um, which would be of limited interest to people. Perhaps we'll do it one day. Mm. Um, but I think it, it shows that um, indie wrestling... The, there's a step now um, between indie wrestling and the, the pros that I think Britress occupies very well. Yeah. Um, that is a kind of, it's a professional show. Yeah. Um, that happens to have largely, uh, you know, um, semi-professional people on it. Um, whereas I think still a lot of US indie wrestling is, it's just get a room, put a ring in it. Just, yeah. And we'll get through it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I, I just think it's embarrassing. And I yeah. think that, like that should be one of your focuses is to run a good show because yeah. I think one of the problems that I think indie wrestling has and particularly US indie and you know it's a thing like I guess it plays into something that we said about the Kaiju Big Battle show last year yeah was that it looks like a lot of fun for everybody who's involved yeah but the audience yeah it's like who cares whether they're there or not yeah and I feel sometimes that's the case with US indie wrestling 
um, is that they're doing it to please themselves mm -hmm. and there's not really a consideration of the experience of the audience yeah um, and that you know and and I'm gonna I mean we one of the you know part of the criticisms that we've had of Eve a lot yeah of, are of the pacing of the shows yeah and and I wouldn't for one second say they don't care about the experience no, of the no, audience no, no. but there's stuff that you can do to make that all smoother yeah. run better and that's all to the benefit of the show and to the benefit of the audience yeah um you're going to get a much more engaged audience if they don't have to sit through a um promo where you can barely hear any of it mm. um and it has no bearing on what's coming next it didn't relate to what's coming before not everybody needs to thank the audience for no. giving them the opportunity to say there you're the best audience in the world like you, you can just get on to the next thing yeah but Tonight's a big night. Yeah. Um, got a couple of big shows that I'm really looking forward yeah. to. Shimmer. Yeah. Uh, finally get to see some women. Yeah, well, we're going to catch up with the yeah. Beyond show that we didn't get a chance to see. Yeah. Um, because, because like, we had a little thread on the Facebook group about the lack of top quality women's wrestling. Yeah. Um, so we're going to watch some of, uh, across this weekend in New Orleans, so we're going to watch some of the Beyond show. We're going to watch the Shimmer show because they're probably the two most unique shows yeah. purely because they're featuring women so heavily. Yeah. Um, so we're going to watch those, um, and then we're going to watch NXT. Yep. Going to try and catch a bit of the ROH pay-per-view. Yeah, especially the main event. Yeah. Very much looking forward to that. Um, then maybe the end of style battle. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens with the schedule. Yeah. Um, we, I think we've come to the realization that we shouldn't kill ourselves no. for the sake of Kaiju big battle. No. Uh, <laughs> so we, we might try and watch some stuff. I mean, we'll talk about this off air, but maybe we should try and watch some stuff independently in some downtime. Yeah. Um, and, and we can still talk about it later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to NXT. Yeah. The Pick'em game is up on our Facebook group. Yep. Um, I don't know whether anybody will get a chance to listen to this podcast before NXT starts. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you a top-level Kino yeah. and you've listened to this, go and play the Pick'em game. Yeah. Um, if you listen to this after NXT, go and play the Pick'em game for WrestleMania, yeah. where you could win a Love the Grabs t-shirt of limited sizes. Um, and uh, we're going to go and enjoy some more wrestling. If eat you a burrito. Want, I'm going to eat a burrito. You're going to eat a burrito. Should I tell people to go to bed? No. Okay, don't go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are tied. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed. Just stop this on the beach